On today's show, we bring on a manufacturer who believes that sustainability and zero waste is the core of their value offering, and it's helping them drive more sales and more profit. It's an incredibly insightful episode about how to position your products to the broader market to drive more demand. And if you stay to the end, they also share the predictions about the housing market, lumber prices, and what's going to happen to availability and the cost of building products as a whole. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Smarter Building Materials Marketing Podcast, helping you find better ways to grow leads, sales, and outperform your competition. All right, everybody, welcome to Smarter Building Materials Marketing, where we believe your online presence should be your best salesperson. I am Zach Williams, alongside my co-host, Beth Popnikolov. We've got a great show lined up for you today. We're going to be talking about sustainability, how that applies to building products, how you can actually leverage that to grow sales and grow your business. We have a phenomenal guest lined up for you today as well. We are really excited to welcome Ted Durgasoff. He is the CEO of New Life Forest Restoration. They really live and breathe sustainable forestry, and we are very excited to dive in with all of our sustainability questions today. So Ted, thank you so much for your time. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Beth. Thanks, Zach. Before we get started, why don't you take a couple minutes and talk to us about who you are, what you do, and introduce our listeners to New Life Forest Restoration. Well, my name is Ted Dergossif. I'm two years with uh, New Life Forest Products. I'm a career lumber guy and over the years have developed uh, expertise in extracting higher value out of all types of different logs and different species. And this opportunity is particularly exciting because it primarily has to do with restoring the nation's forest, Ponderosa Pine Forest in northern Arizona, to the state they once were. So for our listeners, you are a lumber dealer and you also harvest and collect lumber as well. Is, is that correct? Yeah. The New Life Forest Products, we're a vertically integrated company. Okay. Uh, we work with the U.S. Forest Service and we restore the forest on a prescription basis. They, they, they uh, give us a parcel of forest that needs uh, us to go in and clean out the undergrowth and remove the small trees or space the forest accordingly. And then from there, we've got... Uh, sawmills and we're building another sawmill in Belmont, Arizona, just outside of Flagstaff that takes the uh, thinnings and the small logs that we do extract and we convert those into lumber products. And then ponderosa pine being typically a a non-construction product, we've got an engineered wood plant which uh, takes the boards, the ponderosa pine boards, and makes higher end products, including siding and trim and fascia products. Excellent. Are you primarily selling in Arizona specifically? Or are you selling nationwide? Uh, our, our products go nationwide. Okay. Uh, we try to focus on working with uh, stocking distributors and those that'll get our product out into the retail lumber yards. Okay, great. So, you know, one reason why we're really excited to chat with you, Ted, is just to hear a little about the sustainability component of how you all are marketing your business because. A lot of what we hear is that oftentimes sustainability can come at the expense of profit and or growth. And it feels like, at least from like looking at your website and hearing you talk, like that is at the core of your mission is to help forests specifically in Arizona, as well as just breed a, a bigger culture around sustainability. So I'd love to hear from you about how are you leveraging your position on sustainability, making that at the core of your business to ultimately grow and expand 
you know, whether that's revenue or, or sales, whatever it might be, how are you all doing that <laughs> is really the big question. What are, how are you doing it? What, what does that look like? You know, can you walk us through that? Well, the nature of our business, the essence of our business is forest restoration. And, and over the years, over the last 10 or so years, we've developed an expertise on how to go in and do the work in the forest. And then we've also gained an expertise on how to convert those types of restoration grade logs into lumber products. And also we brought in the expertise on how to convert those to the high-end products, primarily engineered products, uh, finger-jointed, edge-glued, painted products that compete on any level with those like products in, in the marketplace. Now, we strongly feel that our product line, which comes from the restoration efforts, has a compelling story to tell. Consumers all have a choice and we're confident that they'll choose a product that's made out of the efforts in making our forests better and less susceptible to the fires that we've seen over the last several years. But you guys really take it even a step further because you're not just helping to restore forests and you're not just using sustainable forestry practices. You also are a zero waste manufacturer. Is that right? Well, all of our products, right from the forest through to the uh, milling process, all of the byproducts have homes. In the forest, uh, we're able to chip products and, and those chips, they go for playground material, for landscaping and whatnot. And, and the next level down of uh, residual products, the pine needles and, and whatnot, they get ground and those form a fuel for uh, power generation. I'd love to go back for just a minute and talk more about the story that you're selling to the consumer, because that's really where sustainability can get traction, is that's something that we know consumers today really demand more and more, is one, they care a lot about where their products are coming from, but also they care about partnering and purchasing from sources that have a story to tell. Can you tell me about what that process looks like from an internal perspective, how you've crafted the story, what are the points that you're hitting with the story, and maybe even some feedback or traction you feel like you've seen because of that story positioning? Well, the, the message or the story is compelling, we feel, on, on in its own right. Being able to take the thinnings from the national forest and convert them into lumber products, into appearance-grade products, sidings, trim boards, fascia products, tongue and groove paneling. Those are all specialty products because they require a, a higher level of attention to detail. And certainly consumers have a choice, but we know with our technical team that we are making products that compete on every level with respect to quality and finish and, and availability. And, and presenting to the consumer that they always have a choice. We've had very, very good success on feedback from the consumers saying that given all the options out there, that they really want to embrace the product that comes from, from making our forests more healthy. What kind of input are you hearing or feedback are you hearing from the marketplace, Ted? Are they coming to you and like, oh, we really want this product? Or is there a level of convincing that you have to do to say, hey, and I don't, know, I don't know about your pricing here, but like if your product costs more, are, they, are you having to convince them this is why you need to pay more for our product because there's a level of sustainability? Are we at a point in society where that story is selling itself? Well, well, first and foremost, we have to be competitive in the marketplace. And we're price competitive, certainly with our competitors. And we compete every day for shelf space and, and on the product offerings. The very interesting thing about our engineered wood products plant where we finger joint edge glue and surface 
and paint is that consider it 3D printing with little pieces of wood where, where we're able to turn over our orders considerably quicker than most other manufacturers. And when you're working with stocking distributors, it's all about turns. And, and if you're able to, to bring in an order, turn it around and get it out the door into the hands of our distributors who then in turn take it to the retail lumber yards, that efficiency, the link from manufacturing to the end user shortens in time considerably. And that's really significant as well, because that's, that's the business of distribution is get it in, get it out and get it out to the consumers. So not only do we have a compelling story on the sustainability, on, on making our forests healthier, we're doing it in a way that that we can meet the needs of our customers, which are largely the distributors, and make us their preferred choice, their preferred supplier. You're saying so much that's important, and you guys have a compelling story, and you've got a really compelling go-to-market strategy that's appealing to your stocking dealers. Are there any specific sales or marketing tactics that you feel have worked really well over the last year or two years? Well, we, we've just started our engineered wood products uh, facility here six weeks, two months ago. So we're just in the infancy and it's our team's uh, history. Uh, we've done this with other species and products in different parts of North America before. And it's something we have a, a lot of experience with, but there's no substitute to going and, and meeting the person you're doing business with, providing them the assurance and demonstrating the fact that you could deliver on time, on target, on quality to meet everybody's expectations. If I can pivot for a second, Ted, I'd love to hear your perspective on what's happened in the lumber industry in the last 12, 18 months. Like whoever thought that like lumber prices would make like the front page <laughs> of news, you know, and so I, you know, I'd love to hear your take on, Hey, you know, we saw this massive, huge spike in pricing. We've seen a little bit of a, a decrease of the last couple of months. How do you see things trending moving forward? Are we back at a steady state or are we going to see another price escalation? Well, all the information that we have available, the massive run up in prices in the subsequent uh, fall was unique. It's not something that I think anybody's planning on, or I don't think it's anything that too many people are expecting again. In the long term, the housing market will continue to be strong. Housing starts will continue to be strong. We're not meeting or fulfilling the household formation requirements, you know, in North America. So, so we think demand will be strong. We don't see an escalation in prices that we've seen before or, or the subsequent drop. Both are not healthy in the long run for the industry as a whole. The high prices invite competition from other, other materials other than wood. And while we compete daily with our friends who are also in the lumber industry, it's important that those are our competitors and and that we're not inviting competition from other building materials. True. Yeah. I mean, that was one thing we spoke about when pricing was so high was that it was introducing other more traditionally more expensive alternatives to lumber mm -hmm. in the built environment or in the home. You know, Ted, one other thing I'd like to just, you know, in close and get your perspective on is if a manufacturer is listening to you and they're going, wow, look at the success of this organization, look how they've leveraged and used their positioning around sustainability to grow sales and grow the organization. I mean, you guys are opening up a new mill here. I actually was checking out Google and saw that as well. You know, what advice would you give them? Like, what would you tell them if they're saying, hey, we know we've got a sustainability story. How should they leverage it? And where do you see the, the greater spectrum of the marketplace responding to it best? Yeah, I think in general, there's always opportunities for these types of sustainability 
products and manufacturing processes that that people figure out. It's really going from tip to tail. In our case, we go right from the forest right to the end product. If it's a new entrant with with just a really good idea, I'd suggest they surround themselves with with good people with a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts and the, the lumber manufacturing industry in general is a very complicated business and uh, something that takes a while to figure out. So, But if uh, the new entrants have the, the passion and the idea and, and, and the products in mind, lots of effort and they'll be successful. That's great. Ted, thank you so much for coming on our show. If someone wants to connect with you or reach out, what's the best way for them to do that? Our main office phone number is uh, 480-649-649. 4127. And from there, the call will be directed to whoever uh, could best help. Excellent. Ted, thanks so much again for coming on the show. And for our listeners, if you enjoyed this content, make sure you go to venvio.com slash podcast to subscribe and get more. Until next time, I'm Zach Williams alongside Beth Popnikolov. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.